0: Twins 2023 MVP odds, team MVP odds, and my picks. If I had a hundred dollars with these odds, where would I put my money? Plus, Jordan Balazovic broken jaw. Some thoughts on that, and more news from Twins camp coming up on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins, your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Monday, February 20th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker. You can follow me on Twitter at Nash Walker9 been hosting this show for 3 seasons, 4 off seasons, been writing about the Twins at twinsdaily.com for 4 seasons and 4 off seasons. Some news and notes from Twins camp to kick things off. And then I had fun doing this. I made odds to win the team MVP, the Twins team MVP in 2023, and if I had $100, where would I spread my money? Who are my best bets to win team MVP and based on the odds. The odds matter. Certainly, I want to make some money hypothetically so where would i put my money and i want to know your picks too so you can tweet at me comment let me know who you put, who would you put money on after you hear the odds you got to hear the odds first that's the key part it's the key part who's got good odds in your opinion let me know who you would put money on to win team mvp in 2023 past winners sometimes subjective but the twins name an mvp Every season, I believe, and it was Correa in 2022, 2021, Jorge Polanco ran away with it. The shortened season, I can't remember if they did it. And in 2019, I assume it was Nelson Cruz. So just keep that in mind. Players who are currently on the team, if you've won it before, I feel like you have maybe a better chance of winning it again than somebody who hasn't. It shows your upside. I'm excited to, uh, to look into this. The biggest news out of Twins camp, sometimes camp's slow because it's long. It's six weeks. It's... It's a slow buildup. We hear some injury news. We hear some, oh, he looks good. He feels good. Oh, he doesn't. He's a little slower. It's been mostly positive out of Twins camp to this point. It's early. There's a long way to go. We're going to get news and notes out of camp. But one of the more surprising and weird updates we got, Jordan Balazovic, broken jaw because of an altercation he was in. I think it was last Saturday in an altercation, broken jaw. Rocco Baldelli does not sound happy. Derek Falvey does not sound happy. And it sucks for Balazovic, and I understand why the Twins would be unhappy because it's not like he's coming off a season where he won minor league pitcher of the year with a two-something ERA. He had an eight-something ERA, had an 11-something ERA going into his last handful of starts. It was a treacherous season. He was hurt last year with a knee problem. He's had a lot of injuries to this point. They've, they've kind of stacked up to this point, and he is no longer young. I believe he's twenty five. It's it's time for Jordan Balzovic to to get going here and like to have a good camp. And he's actually been a hot topic of the show throughout the beginning of camp and through the off season. He's twenty four, excuse me. So he'll be twenty five in September. Still, still, it's time. It's time. You know, he's been in the system for a while he's been a hot topic because I've said throughout, like this is a big spring for Jordan Balazovic. This is a big spring for him. He could go on, have a great spring training, look healthy, feel strong. He's there with the velo. He pitches well in games and boom, he's right back on track. This is not the type of thing the twins need happening. Jordan Balazovic needs happening where he's shut down for seven to 10 days at the beginning of camp. Liquid diet potentially with a broken jaw, it's wired shut. It's just not a good start. It's not a good start, and it's been a rough last year for him. I mean, on the field, and now a little bit off it. We don't know what happened. We don't have the story, but it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound. Uh, it doesn't sound like a good development for Jordan Balazovic that he has a broken jaw from an altercation. Wish him a, a speedy recovery. It's I, you're already starting to see the word bust, which, I mean, it's time. That's all I'll say. It's time for Jordan Balazovic. To get going and to get to the big leagues and pitch well, it's time. It's in some ways it's now or never. I think for him, Joanne Duran is hitting 102 at Twins camp already in February, in mid to late February. Joanne Duran is throwing it over 100 miles an hour. He had a live at bat with Carlos Correa, looked super fun. That's beef on beef right there, and Joanne Duran struck him out as he does to to many good hitters. And Kenta Maeda is feeling great, so Kenta. Live bullpen as well. Joey Gallo hit a home run off of him, which was interesting and, and fun to hear. And Kentomaida feels awesome, which is that's really all you want to hear. Just that he's that he feels good, that he's going into these lives, that he's coming out of outings in games when they get going later this week, whenever he does pitch, feeling good, feeling strong, elbows intact for now. It doesn't mean it's going to be intact in a month or two months or three months but he feels good. He's out there pitching and it's just fun to see him like see pictures of him back at twins camp because he was a big part of the team in 2020. Of course, he was a big part of the team in 2020 success on the field. Also off the field became a fan favorite immediately after the trade and and everybody loves Kenta Maeda and, and loves his energy. And I think having him back is a plus for a lot of different reasons on the field, off the field. It's just fun to see him. It's fun to see pictures, videos, see him pitching, I miss watching him pitch. He, he's an artist. He's a, he's a painter at times. Kent Maeda. I'm, ex, I'm excited to see what he looks like this spring. He is one of our storylines of the spring. and A storyline of the spring is who's going to be the best player on the Twins in 2023? Is it going to be the Correa saga, Carlos Correa? Is it going to be Byron Buxton this year? Is it going to be Joey Gallo? Does he put it all together? Is he back in 2023 as a 40-home run threat with elite corner outfield plus some center field defense? I have odds for just about everybody plus the field, and I want to know your opinion. I'm also going to put $100 down, hypothetical dollars, on the table if I had it to put down on these specific players. It's all coming up after this word from FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. It's the number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on, That's FanDuel.com slash on to learn more. You can make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel super easy to use. Desktop, phone, wherever you want to go. FanDuel, so, so easy. Head over there now, the official and official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Thanks again for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day. Lockdown MLB Prospects is fantastic, hosted by Lindsey Crosby. He's a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Here are the odds, my odds, my odds. Well, I think they're kind of objective. I think they're pretty objective. There's some subjectivity in them, but I use the probability calculator. So all of these add up to 100 or close to 100% probability. And then I turn those into odds. So when I say like three to one, that means you get $3 for every dollar you bet if the bet wins. Here are my MVP odds for 2023. Kind of difficult, but not really. To me, there's two clear. One and two is clear. The two best players on the team, Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton. I think three is pretty clear. I think you could argue four, but I honestly think the top four are pretty straightforward. And pitchers usually don't win team MVP. They can. I have I have pitchers on the list, you know, starting pitchers and a reliever on the list, and in the field you can bet on the field if you like a different reliever, a different starter. Pitchers can win team MVP, but it's just like the regular MVP. It has to be a really big time season for a starter or a reliever because they just don't have anywhere close to the to the body of work of a position player who's out there five six times a week, and a starter's out there every five days, and a reliever might be out there you know three times in six days, and it's just not it's never going to add up. That's a lot for a reliever, but it's not going to add up to a team MVP on the position player side in terms of value because they're out there every single day. Jorge Polanco in 2021 was the team MVP last year. I actually picked Luis Arise, and I don't think a lot of people pick Luis Arise, but I thought he was so good in the first half. He did fade in the second half, and maybe I was a little biased by him winning the batting title at the end of the year, but he he was people forget, I think, how good he was in the first half of 2022. Of course Luis Arise no longer on the Twins so he's not in our odds list and here are the odds. Carlos Correa is your favorite at 4 to 1, which might be a little large for a team favorite, but there's a lot of guys. Carlos Correa 4 to 1 is the team favorite. I've Byron Buxton second at 6 to 1. I've Jorge Polanco third at 8 to 1 and these are a clear top 3, the three best position players on the team. Correa, Buxton, Polanco. Jose Miranda, I have fourth. I think he's the fourth best position player on the team at 11 to 1 for Jose Miranda. Max Kepler and Joey Gallo, I have both at 15 to 1. So they're tied for fifth. That was interesting. Like you could have had a starting pitcher there in terms of odds, but I'm still going to go to a position player, even though it's Kepler who's coming off the worst year of his career and Joey Gallo is coming off an even worse year than Max Kepler. They are tied. For fifth here at 15 to 1 odds. I have Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez tied for sixth at 20 to 1. So those are your starters right there. Highest rated starters in terms of odds are Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez. I have at 20 to 1. Tyler Malley, 25 to 1, another starter. Alex Kiriloff, Trevor Larnick. I have them both at 30 to one. And that might surprise you. Like, why would Larnak have the same odds as Kirilov? Well, Larnak's shown it too. And if we're going to say Kirilov's shown it, we have to say Larnick's shown it because Larnik has honestly shown it for longer stints. And he's shown that he could potentially be a plus left fielder. Kirilov's had amazing stints, and he has more prospect pedigree, but it's not by a ton. You know, Trevor Larnick was a top 100 prospect or maybe a borderline top 100 prospect a couple of years ago, and Alex Kirilov was a top 15 to 20 prospect globally on most lists. There's more pedigree there for Kirilov. But if we're going to say you know Kirilov has shown it at times at the major league level. Larnick has two for longer stretches and both of them have been hurt. Larnick has the talent as well, so I have them both at 30 to 1. Joe Ryan I have at 35 to 1. I have him lower than Lopez, Gray and Mali. That's that's more subjective, I think because Joe Ryan really ate up the American League Central last year and I'm a believer that he can get better. That his off-speed can continue to get better. I'm also a skeptic in thinking that he can be a front line, like number one or two starter. I think Sonny Gray can be that guy. He's been that guy in his career. Pablo Lopez, I think can be that guy. Tyler Malley, I think can be that guy. Maybe Joe can, but right now I'm less optimistic. He can do it now than I am in gray, Pablo Lopez or Tyler Malley Bailey. Oprah, I have at 40 to one Christian Vasquez at 50 to one and Joanne Duran at 50 to one as well. So we got a reliever at 50 to one. That's out of pure respect for Juwan Duran, you gotta have you you basically don't have to get a, you can't give up a run all year to win team MVP as a reliever. There's just not enough innings. There's not enough time compared to position players and compared to starters. There's just not enough there. But I think he's so great that I have him at 50 to one ahead of a prominent position player and Nick Gordon, who I have 60 to one. Nick might be a good value at 60 to one. I just have a hard time seeing him playing enough because he's not gonna play against lefties unless there's a ton of injuries and he hasn't hit lefties at all. And then positionally, how much value is he going to provide defensively? It, where is he going to play? He's going to bounce around everywhere. I don't think he's a great defender anywhere. So the value is kind of capped, but I think he does something really well, and that's hit right handed pitching. I have him at 60 to 1. Royce Lewis, Edward Julian, 75 to 1 each for Royce Lewis and Ed Julian, both prospects, 75 to 1. I think Julian will likely burst onto the scene this year as a, a plus for the Twins. It would take a lot for him to win team MVP. Possible Royce Lewis is gonna play maybe a half season, but that's out of respect for him and the value he could provide. And also what zips thinks of him, super high on him. Ryan Jeffers, I have at 80 to one. And then the field, which would be like Kentamaeda, Louis Varlin, Jorge Lopez, other guys, Kyle Farmer, 99 to one. So those are the odds. Let that sink in. And after this word from Bill Bar, I'm gonna tell you who I'd put my hundred dollars on. Would I spread it? Would I put it all on one guy? Let's find out after this word from Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, you gotta try a Built Bar. We just got through the holiday season now, in looking forward to St. Patty's Day. The year is pushing on, and Built Bars are there for you. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they're legitimately healthy, only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. You can either buy it online at built.com or you can head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and pick them up there if you're close to a Sam's Club. Run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later, or you can head to your nearest Walmart today. Pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. That's Built.com, the best-tasting protein bar ever. If I had $100 with these odds that I, I picked, I'm curious what you think about them. If I had $100, here's what I'd do with it. I think Carlos Correa is the clear favorite, and I think he's more of a favorite than four to like, I like him better than four to one odds, if that makes sense. So I would put $50 on Carlos Correa, the favorite, to win team MVP. I think he is the most likely to play a, a full season. I maybe, you know, compared to Byron Buxton, yes. Maybe the ankle's a problem. I think Correa is the most likely to play a full season. I think on a performance level, like a talent and ability and impact level, Buxton's right there with Correa. So I have $20 on Byron Buxton. I'm much less confident Buxton's going to play a full season, but I'm as confident that if he does or finds a way to get close, he's going to provide as much or more value than Carlos Correa would in the same amount of time, the same amount of games, same amount of plate appearances. I think the ability is on par. I think the health is the question with Buxton as it usually is. So I have $50 on Correa. I would put 20 on Buxton because Buxton can make you look dumb. Uh, he's made me look dumb before where I'm, I'm, I've said on the podcast, like I've been down or I've, I've thought, okay, I'm not going to get hyped up about him this year because it just never happens. He he can't stay out there. He's hurt. It's frustrating. It's most frustrating for him. I get down. I can't, we can't rely on him. And then he goes out there and and has the best month I've ever seen in my 22 years of life. And I'm back and I'm so excited. And I'm looking at this dude, like he's the best player in baseball. So because he has that ability, I, I don't want him to make me look dumb because he's done it plenty of times before. Put 20 bucks on Byron Buxton. My next highest bet would be Jose Miranda at 11-1. to one. I think I love the move over to third base. I love that for his overall value. I think if he is a decent defender at third and he brings the bat with some more this year, with a little bit more, absolutely I think he could be the team MVP. I wonder... My my hesitation with putting money on him is does he have the ceiling where can he have like his 80th percentile season and Correa have his 70th percentile season and Miranda still win the team MVP? How good does Miranda's best season look? My hesitation is for Jose Miranda to win team MVP, I'm afraid that's going to require Correa and Buxton to miss time. Because I think if Buxton, Correa if they play, it's going to be one of those two, I think. But my third pick would be Miranda. Can Miranda have a great season while Correa has a great season, while Buxton has a mostly healthy season, and still win team MVP? Hard for me to see that, but I will put $10 on him because I think he's going to provide a lot of value at third base, and I just really like him as a player. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on him. And then I have $5 spread around to four different players. With my last 20 bucks, here's what I did. Jorge Polanco, yes, 2022 was rough. Injuries, low batting average, but he got on base a ton and his expected weighted on base average, which is quality of contact, and we like Woba because it weighs the actual value of the base you earned on base percentage. It takes all of that as the same, so a walk is seen as the same as a triple or a double. It's just on base. Did you get on base, which is great, but Woba will actually weigh the value of the base. So you get you get penalized, or not penalized, but you get rewarded if it's a double, triple, or a homer in on-base percentage than you would for just a single or a walk. Jorge Polanco's expected weighted on-base average based on his quality of contact, highest of his career, and nearly an elite category in 2022. He hit the ball hard. He was awesome when he played. He drew walks. I know he hit for a low average, but but he, that's like the first time in his career that's happened. I think Jorge Polanco, with the season he had two seasons ago, again, people forget because they checked out from 2021. I get it. I was hosting a daily show, so I watched every night. I watched Jorge Polanco hit 33 home runs, win team MVP, 800-plus OPS, had a fantastic season for the Twins in 2021 on an otherwise dumpster fire for the, for the team. I put five bucks on him. Eight to one, I don't love the odds. If you gave me... Ten or twelve to one on Jorge Polanco, I think I'd put more on him. But at eight to one, I just like it a little bit less because he's he's too close to Correa and Buxton. Like more of my money is going to go to Correa and Buxton because the odds are closer. If Correa was like three to one, Buxton was five to one, and Polanco was ten to one, I would put more on Polanco. But since it's four six eight, I'm going to put fifty on Correa because it's just it's too close. I think Correa is the best bet. And then Buxton 20, Polanco five of the top three. And then Miranda gets 10 in the four spot. I think it's unlikely Max Kepler wins team MVP. I think he could absolutely have a bounce back season without the shift. You know, if he brings his normal right field defense and he posts a 110 OPS plus or 110 weighted runs created plus, which is 10% better than league average, he's going to be a valuable player. He's going to hit in the middle of the order. He's going to be a nice player piece for the twins in 2023 but I don't think he can win team MVP Joey Gallo I'm skeptical on Joey Gallo at the plate I believe in the defense I think he's going to provide value defensively but I think he's unlikely to win team MVP in my opinion now if he hits 40 home runs which he's he's done before if he hits 40 home runs and he's awesome in the outfield and he hits 225 230. Maybe he wins team MVP or gets close. I could see that happening. Sonny Gray at 20 to 1. He could, you know, Sonny Gray could win team MVP. He's going to have to turn back the clock a little bit and he needs to stay healthy. If he has a 2019 type of Sonny Gray season, for sure. But again, it's hard for a pitcher to win team MVP. But I did put $5 on Pablo Lopez. If you're the best starting pitcher on a team, you know, if the Twins win the Central, and it's kind of a, a spread effort offensively. Like Correa has a nice year. Miranda has a nice year. Buxton misses time, but has a nice year. You know, Max Kepler is valuable. Joey Gallo hits 35 homers and everybody kind of does their part. And they do have some four and five game winners, but not anybody in the six, seven, eight range. But Pablo Lopez is their best starter and he's a huge reason. You know, every fifth day while they won and he had a 250 ERA and 30 starts, and he was fantastic. And he he's gonna be a top five Cy Young finisher. Yes, he's going he's gonna to be in conversation for team MVP, but that's the bar for a starter. He gets money, he gets five bucks from me because I believe in his talent, but it's five bucks. I, I don't think there's a ton of upside. And even if there is, it's tough to see that translating to team MVP. But I think he's the best pitcher bet to win team MVP, Pablo Lopez. Alex Kirloff and Trevor Larnick. I put him at the same odds and I put five bucks on both. I got five on Kirloff. I got five on Larnick. And I think I've come around to the idea that potentially Trevor Larnick has as much upside as Alex Kirilov. There's this sense that because Kirilov is more of a peer hitter, and he is, I think more contactability is a certainty that he has more upside. But if Trevor Larnick is an elite left fielder, elite defensively, which he's shown flashes surprisingly, but he, he's big, but he's good out there. And he's a 30, 30 home run power bat. I mean, there's upside in that too. There's upside in Kirilov hitting 285 with 20 homers at first base. There's also a lot of value in Trevor Larnak hitting 260 with 35 home runs and elite left field defense, which is the ceilings, I would say, in some way. So I'm a believer in both. Uh, I'm going to put five bucks on both because what this list has kind of shown me, someone's got to step up beyond the top three. I, I trust that is going to be good for them. I trust that he's going to be you know, a valuable middle of the order, five, six hitter for them, but someone's going to have to step up beyond Correa, Buxton, and Polanco. Is it going to be Kepler? Is it going to be Gallo? Is it going to be Kirilov, Larnick? you know, Nick Gordon? Who's it going to be? Ed Julian? Who's going to step up around the best three players on the team? I think Miranda's a clear four. I think Morenas are clear four. He was a rookie last year, and I think he had a 116 OPS plus. I'm I'm expecting he's going to get better, but I don't think he's going to be an elite player. You know, I don't think he I think he'll be potentially all-star level. Who's going to step up around the big three? Somebody's going to have to, or else they're not going to have enough offense. I don't think. Someone's going to have to step up. So I'm betting on Kirilov and Larnick five bucks a piece, that it will be one of them. Let me know your thoughts. Who do you like? To win team MVP, those are my picks. 20 Correa, or twenty Buxton, 50 Correa, 5 Polanco, 5 Lopez, 5 Kirilov, 5 Larnick, and 10 on Jose Miranda. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Twins your first listen. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, now make your second listen. Lockdown MLB Prospects, hosted by Lindsey Crosby. He's a prospect encyclopedia, going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day go Twins.